Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, Pastor Ron, and welcome to Game Day Gospel, where the two things I know about are sports and Jesus. Yo, listen, it's a calm day. Today is is it's football Saturday, um, and we want to talk about the, the comings and goings this week, this weekend so far. Uh, I know there's a couple big games tomorrow, Liverpool playing uh, Man City and Chelsea right before the international break, but listen, Three points it is. The team has found another way to scrap away three points. Am I going to sit here and say all things have been fixed? Nah, I'll be lying to you if I sat there and said that was a good performance. But uh, but the one thing I am saying is that we got three points. We currently sit sixth in the in the EPL. As crazy as our year may have been, where certain teams are playing the best football they have in a couple years, got their new midfield signings, and Diaz got his father back, and everybody's excited. But we're three points behind Liverpool. So, I mean, and Villa, you know. And listen, as I predicted, as I predicted, the Spurs are the Spurs. That loss of um, James Madison is affecting them in more ways than one. So their swoon is about to begin and it's about to open up another slot. So it's interesting to see how the, the pool plays tomorrow as well because we're chasing them and they they didn't play that well last week. They struggled they struggled against Luton. The team we just got three points off of by by the way. They they struggled against Luton and they play Brentford tomorrow, which should be a win. But the same thing was said last week. And and when we come back from the international break, they play Man City. You feel me? So uh, things are about to get spicy up in the EPL. But, yeah, so, so um, just to talk about this game, uh, <laughs> let me tell you something, bro. I The only positive – I can't say the only positive – the biggest positive that I'll take is that we got three points. The team is not playing well. I mean, defensively, we, we look vulnerable. Um, again, another 1-0. I don't like to say – I don't want to say um, lucky, but it wasn't like tremendous buildup in, in the goal, and, and we sat there and we won. We started uh, – we started a, a back four of Delot, Maguire, Lindelof, and Regulon. I like Regulon starting, but why aren't we starting Varane? Granted, he he didn't look good. He was he was doing the, the percolator when he came into that game against <laughs> Copenhagen. He wasn't playing well. I'm I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to talk about it. But listen, as I discussed yesterday, I'm gonna touch on it again. Let me let me let me just pull up the exact numbers because cats think it's a game out here. When he's the second highest paid player on your team, he best be able to play in these games. So you know, someone asked someone asked a coach, someone asked him and said asked the uh, manager what's going on, but he said, "Well, it's it's nothing personal. It's tactical." I don't get this tactic nonsense. I don't understand what the heck he's talking about. Grant, listen, I, I I can't be mad. Um, it it wasn't. I can't. It it wasn't the best performance. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. It wasn't bad, but it was still looting. Uh, uh, if you were to tell me that that ten, ten games into the season we're starting uh, Maguire again, who guys don't don't get it messed up. 
don't allow what you see here to to have you believe anything different. Maguire sucks. He is trash. Okay, he is not good. But I I I think that we gotta find a way to get this guy started. Yeah, yeah. So my point is, Varane, thirty years old, making three hundred and forty k a week on the bench. Yo, we we currently have on the bench three forty a week in in Varane, two fifty a week in Mason Mount. That's was that five ninety. Don't forget Sancho's at home chilling, right? Don't forget that's Mar- Marcial at, at two fifty. Marcial at two fifty as well on a bench with his pedo stash, chilling with an afro. Boy, boy needs a, a, a shape up. He's chilling. You're making two fifty k when you can't get a shape up. Come on, come on, Tony. Come on, Tony Marcial. Come on, Sava. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, my guy? That's another five hundred k. Said a million, a million k, a million. Oh, uh, what else we got? Oh, no, oh, 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 wait, wait. Don't forget, Sir Anthony. It's one point three million dollars a week on the bench. And we can't forget my favorite guy, Vanderbeek, 120. So a, a million five on the bench, guys. Million five. Come on. <laughs> see, you see, I, I, I think I, in watching the team, I realized that. And and here, here's my issue. Here's my issue with um the coach. He's so freaking stubborn that he refuses to adjust to his team. The team that he currently has is not a team that can play 4-3-3. Holland is not a 4-3-3 forward. If if he if if he watched Holland as a number line nine as a striker, he's used to playing a lone striker. He's used to being the main guy up front and have runners around him. So why don't you play like a 4-5-1? Why don't you play a a a a a, a a formation where we're not constantly exposed in the midfield because you have Scotty McTominay, Scotty Pirlo over here, constantly making these runs into the box, leaving Erickson with a bad heart in the middle of the field trying to go box to box. Guys, that's not working, man. This is why teams are running through our midfield. Our wing, our, our right back and our right back and left back, Regulon and Delot. They're they're making high runs. You have uh, every single possession. I think Matanemit makes more runs, more touches in the box. He has more touches in the box than than, than um than Holland. I, I I promise you, if I could look up this stat, I guarantee McTominay has more touches in the box than Rasmus Highland. More than 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 uh, Rashford. Which makes no sense. This, 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 uh, this coach is, is a captive of the moment. He sits there and and lets a couple of goals or a couple of good or bad performances cause himself to forget what the the reality is. And the reality is, these guys are not good. All preseason, I heard about Kobe. Kobe Mayno is the next guy sitting on the bench. Mason Mount. Oh, I forgot Mason Mount in our in our tally of guys who are just who are just chilling on the bench. Two fifty as well. Three guys at two fifty. That's seven fifty. Three guys: Sancho, Martial, Mount as at two fifty a week on the bench. The frick out of here, guys. So he might have to do something something else. He has to be he has to be able to adjust. This guy does not make adjustments well. He's just stubborn. He feels like, yo, I'm smarter than you. I know exactly what to do, and you guys are just idiots. 
Meanwhile, cats are running through our midfield. Oh, oh, Pastor Ron, it's because of injuries. Nope. Let's go to the very first game where everybody was healthy and we're sitting here. Um, we're sitting here playing um the Wolves and they ran through our freaking midfield. We should have lost that game. The game that went on a dodge a penalty. Come on. Come on, guys. Let's keep it a bean here, guys. The guy does not know what he's doing. The guy does not know what, what, what's, what's happening. It's no excuses. This is not an injury issue. The issue is the coach doesn't know how to put people in places to succeed. To have Erickson, that deep guy, playing there is not working. And guess what happens? You play Erickson on, on last Sunday against Fulham in the deep midfield, holding mid midfield spot. You play him again against Copenhagen. You play him again against, against, um, against uh, who we played today? Against um, Luton, right? Three three games in a week. You know what happens to old guys with bad hearts? They get hurt. He got hurt. All these guys, Johnny Evans, uh, 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 Erickson, Casemiro, they're muscle injuries. Why? Because he's emphasizing practice. We got to practice hard. We got to be this Dutch machine that practices hard. And cats can't perform on Sunday. You got a bunch of old heads on your team that can't play that much. And they're practicing hard. So now we, we're, I mean, listen, I mean, I can't. Hey, I take the three points, but the team did not play well. Look very, very vulnerable. If if Luton put a couple of passes together, that game would be a completely different game. So, um, listen, we, we, we take take the, the win, six in the EPL. Villa and the pool still have to play tomorrow. Newcastle's currently getting slapped up by um, Bournemouth. I think that game is done. Last year, it was 2-0, 2-0. So, Newcastle dropped the game. I told you guys. Now it's a part of the year where folks are gonna start start dropping games. You know, you know, you know what I realized as well. I think this team just, I mean, it, it was tough for me because I was sitting here rooting for a loss because I, I was hoping with a loss this coach will get out of here. Now the narrative is gonna be up. They figured it out. This coach is is probably smiling, kicking his heels like a, uh, you know, that he's sitting here talking about. Yep, you figure things out. Things are gonna be fine. We're gonna win. Leave us alone. Man, you is bunkered down. Nah, just played a bad team that couldn't find a goal. Same thing as last week. A 1-0, back-to-back 1-0 wins against Fulham and, and, and um, Luton are not impressive victories because now it's about to get real. Now, our, now our, our fixture is about to get real. So we have to understand that things about to pick up, about to play um, Everton, Right after the the John, we're about to play. Then we're gonna go back into Champions League. We go into Turkey to play um, Galatasaray, bro. It's gonna be a problem. But listen, that that's that's it. Next, no, oh, 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 nah, freak that. No, oh, ooh, damn. Ugh. I'm just going through. Ugh. All right, all of you guys that say everything's figured out. Here, here's our next run of games. We play Everton, who's playing a lot better. We're playing Galatasaray. In Istanbul, then in December, first week of December, then we play Newcastle, right? Then a midweek fixture against Chelsea. 
who's playing a lot better. Then, then on the 9th of December, we play Bournemouth, who's who just slapped up Newcastle. Then we, we play um, Bayern um, at Old Tra- Trafford, our last game of group stage. Might as well just sit all our regulars, because this game is not going to matter. Then, then we play Liverpool. Don't forget, 7-0 last year. 7-0. It's our chance for revenge. Let's see if our coach will learn anything play Liverpool. After that, on the 23rd December, we said they would play West Ham. Then, after West Ham, the last of our gauntlet on December 26th, uh, we play Villa. So, in nine game, nine days, play three games. We play Liverpool, West Ham, and Villa. Talk to me then. All you guys that say we figured things out, talk to me then. Talk to me then and see and see and see if things have gotten better. By then, certain men should be back from injury and things should be figured out. Let's let's see how this thing works out. Let's see how this thing, this this to me will be, will determine this team's fate. In this little section of games right here. Again, I don't expect much out of the EP, out of the UCL games. I think we're out the Champions League. But outside of that, we're, we're, um, that's where we're at. Off to international break. This week is going to be a week of... Um, of discussing, I, I believe, change changes in ownership. We shall see. Is it going to change much? I don't think so. Um, but I don't really care at this point. I don't really care about this. I, I don't. I don't worry myself about Glazers, about ownership, because end of the day, uh, what what last yesterday I shared with you the wages. Um, if you want to get more detailed, um, make sure you go through last um my most recent podcast. But we have the highest payroll in the EPL. We pay 3.9 M's a week in wages. $207 million a year. Number one. Number one. So they're putting they're putting money. And you got teams, you got teams like Liverpool and your wages at 136. Teams like Newcastle, wages at 84. So 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 save that talk. I get the structure thing. I'm not downplaying that. Folks are crying for a new stadium. I'm not downplaying that. But I'm also I'm also at a place where I'm sitting here and saying that we have to learn um, to focus on the right things and stop stop making excuses. So so a couple of things I want to point out about this match. So first thing, um, big ups to Marcus Rashford because he's actually playing decent on that right side. Um, I didn't think he could. I don't know if he's just like yo. If I don't do it. Um, I have no choice, but he's actually playing a decent um, right wing. Um, and, he, you know, he, he he was a guy that pretty much led to that other goal, but he had a lot of good passes, a lot of good runs, um, playing under control. And big ups to him for making the adjustment and being able to play that. He still, feels, he still seems kind of awkward because it's not natural to him, but I think that it, it, he's playing well. It's crazy to me. That Manchester United sit sitting here and telling us, "Hey Rashford, we're gonna move you for Garnacho, a 19-year-old kid making 50k a week." That's kind of that's to me that's kind of disrespectful because you're not moving Salah, you won't move Saka, you won't move um you won't move uh 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 any top guy for for uh, um a 19-year-old guy who's trying to make the squad. So I, I mean, I mean, you know, I don't know how that's that dynamic is in the in the um in the in the locker room. I I maybe would have understood that same energy was kept for Sancho, 
as opposed to um, Garnacho. But they're pretty much saying if you're going to play, you got to play on the right hand side. If not, you can't play. You know, um, it, 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 to me, that's that's crazy. That's crazy to me. If I was Rashford, I wouldn't take that. That's just me. You feel me? But, guys, I have to be honest. And this this dude is a dude that I appreciate. You know, this dude is a dude I think is going to be, you know, when he comes on the pitch, he does great things. But I think Garnacho is struggling. Garnacho is, it, these last two games, two, three games where he started, he is struggling. There was there was a, a game there was a, a a pass that Holland gave him right on to him, him versus the keeper, and he became twenty one savage and had twenty one touches in the box, and they and they stopped it. A a a, a more seasoned and better finisher one touch boom. My homeboy said they took one touch, two touch tried to go around the keeper. By then it was too late, and too often is he he's losing the ball. He has all that speed, but he can't control the ball. His first touch is crap. So maybe we overrated this guy. It's it's a classic example that you know when when you have a player who plays well, like in spurts, like comes off the bench and for twenty minutes does does magic and score goals and all that type of stuff. But now when he's called to start and have that pressure, maybe that pressure is getting to him because now the more that he plays, as opposed to playing 20 minutes, he's playing 90 minutes, a lot of his warts are showing. And his first touch sucks. He lost. He loses the ball way too much. And, and he may be somebody, he may be somebody we have to either ship out on loan or um, we have to catch up to very soon. He is the embodiment of the issue with this squad. Garnacho in his career. Let's let's look up Garnacho. Garnacho in his career has not done much. Garnacho in his career has not done much. Let's look at his stats. Can I see stats on Garnacho? Got to be somewhere. Got to be somewhere I can find stats. He has not done that much. But he comes out here and he gets the blonde hair. He's in um, modeling, modeling commercials and doing all this type of stuff. And, um, you know, he's out there. Let's see. Right, look, that's what I'm saying. Nine appearances. One, what this season, one yellow card, no goals. Let's look at his career, bro. Let's look at his career. So far in the, in the Premier League, he has, he has nine goals in the Premier League in 334 minutes. Four goals in a Champions League in 140 minutes. Two goals in um, a Carabao Cup in 155 minutes. And one assist. I mean, that's not... Ugh, it's not crazy, bro. Yes, granted, he listen, he comes on energy god. He comes on and runs and he plays more direct. He gets it. But does does the quality batch all that extracurricular stuff for him to tell? Like, I know one of the big things that people have been complaining about within our circles is about him telling the crowd at Copenhagen to shush. Does he, is he at that place where he can shush a crowd? What has he done? But he's the embodiment of the issue with Manchester United. There's a level of um, entitlement that they have where just because I'm on Man U, I deserve you know, all type of just accolades and respect. I, I really believe you have to earn your way. 
Like to me, I I I like one of my the guys I like on the team. The I like Palestri. Palestri just plays. No blonde hair, no extracurricular skill moves. No, he just plays the game. But this guy Garnacha, who's sitting there with all this type of um hype and energy, but he hasn't done much. And the last three games with him starting on the left hand side, I have not been impressed. There's too many times he's missed goals in the last game as well. He missed he missed a, an opportunity, too many touches. So I I think what we have to create in our in our team a culture of prove yourself first. Prove yourself. Do something before you sit here and tell folks to be quiet. Stop being a clown, bro. And listen, you ask my boys. I'm I want to I'm one of the biggest fans. And I've said on this on this on this um, podcast for us to start Garnacho. But watching him start, I'm not impressed. I'm, he, he needs to get things together over the um, the break because he he's sitting here. And for a guy that's doing a lot of extracurricular stuff, again, blonde hair, he's in modeling campaigns, doing all this type of pointing to the crowd, shushing the crowd. Can you score a goal? When Holland gives you, when, when Highland gives you a perfect pass, to score to the keeper in the first half, put that ball away. Not allow yourself to get tackled and lose the ball. All that speed, but poor first touch, that means nothing. If if that's if that's the, if you have all that speed and no first touch, go run track. Go run track. Don't don't play football. Cause that that because there's guys who are a lot slower, but they mastered that first that so they play under control. And able to control the game. Yes, he has he, sh- he has shown flashes. Yes, he is an energy god. Comes off the bench, but maybe that's who he is. Maybe maybe he's just meant to be that guy off the bench that's not supposed to start every single game because once he's out there for ninety minutes, his warts are expo- are are exposed. So we have to be honest. We have to be fair. Can we sit in here and we complain about soccer? Soccer coming uh, is is not performing in, in big times. We complain about this guy. We complain about Foden where have, where he was last year and all these guys. And we yell about Anthony sitting there because he's pretty much Anthony. Anthony was the same guy, high energy, but no quality, high energy but no finishes. Same guy, around the ball all the time but no finishing. So I think I think we have to be fair. And see, like maybe th- th- this experiment was wrong, and now that he's out there like that, he's not the guy. He's not the guy. Again, I I would personally get uh like if I was doing something in the, in, the, in January. I know we can't get too many big time signings. You know, we got Bruno in January. I would find another midfielder. Don't laugh. I'll find someone that that that, that could play wide, and help you know provide service into the box. I will get. Definitely another center back, a young center back, a, a preferably African center back because we need energy, bro. These Africans, these, these folks don't go out for hamstring, but they, they, they say wrap it up and let's go. I'll play with one leg because I'm, I'm on 50K a week. I'm on 10, 10K a week. In my country, if, if I didn't score a goal, I couldn't eat. Those are the guys we need, bro. I've been, I've been saying that for years. Folks, folks think I'm playing. You see France national team? They get it. All them guys are Africans, right? Right out the, the 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 jungles, the the um, 
the the these countries, these smaller countries, they just they just pretty pretty much take their players. You speak French, now we give you um a French nationality. Sit here and play the games, and these guys are have have a dog in them, bro. They go out there and get these guys. They pluck these guys right out of the, these these countries to play for their national teams. But we want all these little pretty boys, bro. All all these guys with fake noses, bro. All these guys will sit here with BBLs, bro. That's, that's the kind of guys. That's the kind of guys we got on our team. But you got man with BBLs, bro. With fake abs. These are the guys we got on our team doing modeling, bro. Frick out of here, bro. So I mean, but three points at three points. Um, rest of the games, um, I, I told you guys. I told you guys. I told you guys. The Spurs are being the Spurs. With Madison being out, him being away, it, it they they did not look good. They called an L. Today against the Wolves on last minute goal, but they did not they did not play well. So it's it's possible that all the luster and all the the um enthusiasm of, around the Spurs might be gone. So that not having um not having Madison is gonna be a big blow. So I I, I I I'm interested to see. So yesterday I did mention that, and the other team that I really wanted to talk about because I wanted to see them you know out here how they perform without. A couple of their best guys was Arsenal. Arsenal balled out, man. It took a while. It took a while for them to kind of figure things out. It took a while for them to kind of um, get things together. But ultimately, they were able to sit here and and play well. Havertz, their 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 highest paid player, as we discussed last yesterday. Havertz um, struggled once again. Got subbed out at the 59th minute. Saka came back and he played. Um, they, I think. Um, Trossard. Oh, he played. Okay, I thought he was. He was off. He was. Uh, he he was um hurt at halftime, but um they yep they got they they're figuring thing out. They got things together. They're gonna miss Odegaard. They're gonna miss this guy. But we're gonna see how that works out. But it was impressive. Like that's that's the point. Like you want to see team when they play play bad teams. They they impose their will. That's the sign of a good team. You know when things don't go wrong, they sit there and they and they and they um. They find a way to to win, so you have to big ups, big ups. Um, uh, what's you call these guys? Big, big ups Arsenal for what they're doing, for getting things figured out. Yo, that was a beast, bro, for Saliba, bro. Freaking a, bro. Freaking a. Saliba's a problem, bro. Maybe it might might be a discussion for another another um podcast. But is he the best center back in the EPL? I mean, if you if you factor in age, you know, I would say yes. If you factor in age, he, you know, because I'm guessing the only other guy that that we will probably be talking about is is um Van Dyke this year. But um, I don't know. He he might be the best center back in in the league. Um, he played he played well, but but it was good. It was not good. Cause I don't even want to see. I I want them to lose, but it was um. It was interesting to see them sit here and um, get this out of, out of Burnley, who tried. I mean, again, they they, they fought, but Arsenal did their thing and, and won that game, and um, and they do do want to do want that to do and just get dubbed three points on three points, man. That's that's the game, bro. Just getting three points. They were happy to, to to get um the guy that you know the guy that Rashford sponsored for um you no know, he was the kid they were like you know for for, for thirty five cents a day. You can feed his family um, soccer. You know what I'm saying? So he's back and his family's fed. 
Rashford took care of him, took him, took him into the from the orphanage, and now he's on a pitch, man. So, Saka, Saka needs to step step up. For for a guy that's the next kid, the next guy, he's the man. He needs to step up, bro. Four goals and two assists is not impressive. Four goals, get out of here, bro. He got for him being a, being the, being him being the main guy. He has to he has to step up, bro. So I think I think um. I think it was a good win for them, man. It's very, it's character building. That's what I always say, man. You gotta. It's not just winning; it's how you win. This is my frustration with Man U. It's yeah, we're getting wins, but it's how you win, because eventually, in a in a long season, those things eventually get exposed. So yeah, so far it's been a good week. But um, boys got three points. Arsenal got three points. Um, the the Spurs drop. So right now, um, I believe Arsenal's in second place. Man U is currently in. Th- Sixth, right, uh, right behind Villa and Liverpool, who still have to play. Um, let's see how these guys play. Let's see how these guys do do tomorrow and see what's going on. So we we want to see what's we want to see what happens. We want to um, right now we're sitting and waiting because Holland and Ericsson are hurt. Holland um, and both have hamstring problems. Uh, uh, I don't know. So we're gonna sit and wait. We're gonna sit and wait. Hopefully. Hopefully, you know, things get better, bro. But yeah, so despite having um all this going on, but right now we we are waiting to see how healthy these guys are. Maybe the coach needs to just chill on practice. But what do they do at practice? Do they run laps all day? What did, what did they do? Do drills all day? I don't I don't get it. I don't see anything on the pitch. I don't see no style, nothing on the pitch. So we'll wait and see. So, you know, the the win comes um, it's a good thing. The positive is the fact that we win, um, but then the negatives are the fact that um, um, Holland is hurt and that we still play like crap. We also got Erickson hurt, so Eric, the, the the fact that Erickson hurt it gives us a chance to see more of, of Mason Mount, but I don't know if he could play in Erickson's position. So we'll see what the coach does if he survives this, this international break. If we get any any more news about ownership and any changes, but three points is three points. That's all we gotta worry about. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to share, comment, guys. Please, please, please make sure you comment um on the podcast. That is important. Make sure you follow the podcast so you can not only get every every um episode sent to you, but also it helps out the movement. So thank you for listening. I appreciate you guys. God bless you guys. Peace.